podcast where we talk about movies this week it's probably going to be a long talk about the mandalorian but we'll talk about some other stuff we watched anyways i'm joe i'm shannon i'm angela i'm there <laughs> matt you have to cut that out buddy i'm getting aroused you started it stop being an idiot so guys what a week huh couple weeks actually for us but no one needs to know that whatever behind the scenes yeah it's a, it's a bernie let's week. just burn through all of our stuff really quick because i just we just we just want to talk about the mandalorian we right just, aaron we just absolutely and I, i'm very easy to burn through my stuff i need less than two minutes i want to go easy. last less than two minutes easy title of your sex yep. tape <laughs> oh hey I've been practicing a lot by myself to get, okay? <laughs> get into the game. Oh, Goodness I'm so happy I got that joke out. I'm very happy. So who's going to start us off? Well, Aaron was just bragging about how quick I'll he just, can get I'll just, I'll just hit it real quick. <laughs> I got to watch an episode of Sherlock with my mom. It was really fun watching just one after a while. My niece and my mom. Had uh, quarantine for about 10 days before they came over. Got to have him over for a birthday. Watched Sherlock. Absolutely fantastic just to even see it. I finished the movie Prospect. I think I told you guys that a while back. I can't remember. Still absolutely fantastic. I just talked with my brother and he watched it and he agreed. Very Mandalorian-esque. Very fun. Um, finished book 14 of Renegade Star. Guys, please, I beg of you, take a chance. You can even borrow my Audible login. It's absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. Okay? What's that now? Huh? You can bar- borrow my Audible for, what is it called? Renegade Star. Fantastic I have them all. audiobook. Oh. Oh. Okay. Have you listened to them yet? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Okay. You know, I took your recommendation and I procured them. I just haven't gotten down to actually listening to it. Now, to be fair, I also had to cut down my podcast listening to just basically one show because I just don't have time. Mm. It's okay. Mine primarily comes from washing dishes and cleaning. Those are my favorite two things to do in a day, and that could be an hour and a half. But lastly, I got to I watched something new. Uh, for myself, and I watched an anime called Samurai Champlui, however you state that. Um, started watching it. Very Cowboy Bebop and Trigun. Didn't you recommend I this enjoyed. before, or was that Matt? That was me. Okay. Yeah, wow. definitely Matt. Yeah. Um, I, I've had it in my um, Hulu watch list since he has actually mentioned this, because I had a big ad. I'm like, why the hell do I have an ad on this? And uh, so I just started watching it. I was bored. And it's absolutely fantastic. And I really enjoyed it so far. I'm halfway through it. I watched 10 episodes in a row. Way to go, Matt. Dang. All right. Not much of a binge watch. I only have five things in Hulu. So, yeah, it was it was about three and a half hours. I didn't want to stop watching it. It was fantastic. Hmm. All so, right. that's all I got. Stimulation I think that was two and a half minutes. Oh, yeah. So, who's the next? I don't know, Boogie. 
Yeah. I can go. So, I actually watched stuff this week. Ooh, that's not supernatural? (laughs) That's not supernatural. Did you watch any supernatural? Shut up, baby dick. I did finish Supernatural for the third time in a row. (laughs) Cried again um, like a little baby. But aside from that, I watched WandaVision. um, Oh, yeah, we should probably talk about that, right? Yeah. You guys are welcome to spoil it for anything because I can't. There's only three episodes out so far. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Oh, there's three now? I only watched two. Gosh darn it. Yeah, it comes out on Fridays. Um, Yeah, I haven't had even the slightest urge to watch watch anything. You will. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not really on board for any... Like, I was happy at the end of Endgame, Infinity War. Like, I don't know if I'm going beyond for a while. What, do you watch Spider-Man? I mean... That was before. It was after. Because Tony Stark be dead, bro. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. You got you. Well, I don't have have an argument. Looks like I'll be talking to you about it in a couple weeks. Um, Here's my guess. It's going to be fucking awesome. Hold on. Let Angela talk first. Okay, go ahead, Angela. Sorry. So as of right now, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, You know, I'm a sucker for for the Paul B. Um... But yeah, you don't have any idea what's going on. I mean, I have some. You can take I, guesses. I have some theories. Yeah, I have some theories. Throw your wild theories guesses. out there. I want to hear what your theories are. Um, my guess is that they were kidnapped by Hydra, and they're being forced. They're they're being kept docile in this TV like environment, and every time they start to figure out that something's amiss, they get an extra boost of whatever it is that's controlling them. Kind of like mm, then why reset? is Wanda in complete control of it? I don't think she is. I don't know. I I read a theory that I liked, but since I haven't watched it, two, ma- two major points in, in the Witch. show, she reversed everything that happened. So that I only no saw one, the first one, so that no one would figure out. So you think she's the one holding everybody hostage? So that can't be true because at the end of the second episode, somebody's like trying to talk through the I don't I don't know what they're talking through, but you can hear it, and they're mm-hmm. sounds like they're talking through a radio, and they're like, "Mata, who's doing this to you?" Right. Not only that, there was the guy with the bees, and then she right. got rebooted too. Right. Well, she, she, she rebooted it. Yeah, she said no, and then it reversed everything, yeah. So, like, the deal with Scarlet Witch in the comic is she can control reality. Right. I think she, I don't know, Matt, Aaron, she's the most powerful mutant there is. I have no idea. Reality? Mm, not quite. She's very close, though. I say Maybe Legion Apocalypse is more, is more, powerful. Po- more powerful than her? No. Legion. Legion? Because yeah. she mm-hmm. just said in the comics, no more mutants, and it erased mutants from mankind. It just, they were all gone. Hmm. You know, that's comic Wanda, though. So I don't know if they're delving into her reality-bending nature here some more. Because, I mean, they used to play with that a little bit when we first saw her. True. And she was getting in everybody's head. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Huh. I I think it's like she's created a reality in which she's trying to recreate Vision. vision. I I think she's trying to recreate him. I think she was tricked 
into doing then it. Then what's and with I all think, the other people? I think there's a bad guy right now who has offered her like a deal like uh, Ariel Maybe. and Ursula where it's like, hey, I'll give you this ability <laughs> to do it. You poor unfortunate and she's souls. Tricked. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm thinking, man. That's what I read online. I read a bunch of these because I was getting into it and I just, I don't know if I wanted to watch it and I, ah, I'm having trouble. Yeah, they'd be really trying to throw us off if it was Wanda because like I said, at the end of the second episode, somebody's trying to ask her, like, who the fuck's doing that to her? Right. Well, what if it's her? She's. What if she's doing it to her? She's but asking how? herself why. No, someone's, ask, someone's breaking into what's going on. Oh, uh, I guess that's a possibility, sure. Because it looks like she or she or whoever's got them, spoiler alerts for the third episode, has contained the entire town. Yep. There's like a force field yeah. around it. And they're not letting them out. But they seem to be aware to some extent that they're trapped. They know that they're trapped. Wanda can remove them from the environment. Oh my gosh. So it's it's a lot to think about. Here's here's my theory. But when Geraldine but when but when Geraldine left got kicked out, Wanda was like at first she was like, Geraldine? Like she was very upset. Well, first, was she more questioning then... that her parents named her Geraldine? No, it, there's a <laughs> no. whole other thing that happens, but yeah. Wanda removes her mm-hmm. and knows how to remove but her. Does so. she, but does the name she? Geraldine? Does yeah, she she's covered removed? in she's covered in Wanda's red magic when she flies through the thing. Oh, so how do we know that Wanda did it that. though? We don't physically see Wanda do anything in that moment. We just see Wanda get upset with Geraldine, and then. We see another scene where Geraldine flies through the force field. So we don't know if it's quite her or if the person pulling the strings Wanda, pulled her. But anyways. We don't know. Is anybody else with red magic? I have no idea. I'm just saying, I, I want to kind of leave it open. All females. Either way, let's just talk about the aesthetic of the show. It's oh, Do you it's like beautiful. this retro TV style, this... It's like fun to yes. me. It is fun. I, I like the the first two episodes were in like a fifty style and oh, then, yeah. and then it goes into like a sixty style and I imagine the next episode is gonna be in oh, like that's a seventies style. Yeah, seventies. Right, yep. maybe. Maybe even eighties and we're gonna get modern. Yeah. And I, I like that. I think it's a lot of fun. Catherine Hahn in the first two two episodes was absolutely delightful. Oh my gosh. She mm-hmm. she was made for fifties television. She was good in the third episode too, though. They're just adding more oh, layers yeah. to these characters, especially the other neighbor, the black dude. He was funny too. Oh my gosh, she's cutting through a wall. Yeah. When do you think this is actually taking place? What time oh, in the Marvel timeline do you think this is taking place? Because has to be after, after, yeah. After what? After Infinity War. I would say it's after Vision's been killed. Yeah. Age of Ultron. No, no. After Vision's been killed, oh. gets, gets created. Gets born. I'm, I'm assuming it's after Endgame. Yeah, it's either that or when they were because they were in hiding between Infinity War and uh, Endgame. Endgame. I don't know. It kind of feels like it's way before then. Even though Vision is gone, I don't know. It seems like we are learning about Wanda's powers, and it makes me think that we're actually back in time 
more so than Endgame and Infinity. Hey, listen, Shannon, you got a good point. What about that time period? I cannot remember what movie this was in. When I think it might have been Infinity War, or the second one, when there was that big gap when those two were together and wanting to run off together. Could this be a flashback to the Civil War and and Infinity and Infinity War? Could that be this gap right here? Is them spending time together? Maybe I don't know. That's kind of a good thought when you brought that up that it was in the past. Very possible then. It's it definitely makes you question what's happening, when's happening, what, who. There's and you think it's Hydra, or you're not sure who it is, and. Hydra's definitely involved somehow because all the commercials are for Hydra products. Mm, true. Or, or is that her influence mm, from it's, how she it's was... It's all in her mind. It could just be... Her trying to flesh out who she is. She's created Because she Hydra. was part of... Yeah. Um, I don't the know. The reason I don't think that it, it's while Vision is actually alive is because he seems unaware of what's happening. And... I don't think she would do that to him. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like she would, yeah. she would yeah. make him prisoner of the of the whatever it is. I honestly think he she's trying to recreate him. Somehow. Could be. To reanimate him and like she's going like I don't know where she's going. Like <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. How would she be able to... Well, if she's ever watched a movie in her life, she knows trying to recreate a dead family member never goes well. Like, Keanu Reeves has fallen trapped to this. It's just not good ideas. She really hasn't watched anything. Think about it. She's all... We don't know what she does in her spare time in Uganda or wherever she's from. Where was she from? Uganda? She's Sokovia. Okay. Louise. I don't know. She was... She came (laughs) from the... Did you watch the Marvel movies? Sorry, yes, Aaron, that was harsh. No, it was fair. I deserved it. There's there's just a lot going on. What I do know for sure is I want to watch the next episode. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's got me it's got me hooked. And I yeah, really like these short, quick bursts. And I appre- I actually think I like it better than watching a movie. Yeah. I'm more attracted to continue you, watching. You guys are saying that it's three episodes in and you don't uh, know or they're setting a timeline. Do you think it's kind of a waste of, like, could they have sped this up? Are they wasting time? No, I do enjoy it. Like, no. what Shannon's saying is the form factor of a television show that's going to go 8, 10, 12 episodes, whatever these are going to go. I like that it's going to be more drawn out in some ways than a film would be. Because you get this more deliberate storytelling. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, they have the mm-hmm. luxury to take their time and reveal mm-hmm. things in very small bits. Perfectly and in between phrased. the small bits that they're that they're revealing these bigger things to you, the stuff in between, the sitcom stuff, the them just interacting with one another is a lot of fun to watch. Yes. It's it's like watching a retro TV show. It is. So it's fun and then all of a sudden the tone shifts and it's like and then you're reminded, oh yeah, there's something bigger at play here. Right. Do you think so this will tie really into the movies? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everything usually I mean, they usually tie everything together. Does the Marvel Agents of Shield tie into the movies? Somewhat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Like, you don't have to watch Agency Shield. You're not really missing anything, but right. they do tie them in. No. Most of them. The, the MCU is going to receive a jolt eventually with Doctor Strange because we're going to be given a multiverse, which really opens the doors for almost for anything Strange. to happen. So, are they going to continue with the show style, or are they going to start delivering movies? Do you think that they're going to see an increase in viewership with because it seems well, like our movies no are one's lost. Going to see movies. Yeah. Do you think that they're right. going to try and switch over? Yeah, I think they'll probably. Well, I don't know about a complete switch, but I think they'll take more chances on making television shows for sure. Yeah. It seems like for now. yeah, they're getting more right. viewers. Well, I think they're so, they've already made a a few of their movies. They're sitting in the can. Mm-hmm. Right. Are we ever going to see Black Widow? Black Widow's in the can. I think Doctor Strange is in the can. Immortals is in the can. Like, come on. Give it to me. Uh, baby. No. There will be a Kevin day. Bacon. In perhaps another Give year, me, 18 mommy. months or so, where we will be back in the movie theater watching stuff, but it's going to be a while. Interesting. I hope they don't take that long and hold these out. Well, if if you're worried about too much, at least Disney has enough money to weather the storm, so they'll be able to still release their content. Got you. You know? But I am overjoyed that WandaVision it went beyond my expectations. And she... I agree. Has done amazing. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. And Bethany's great. Oh, of course. He's so he's always great. And he gets <sighs> to like be a chameleon. He gets to like constantly change what he looks like. If you've noticed, she seems to change, but not as much as he does. And I hope yeah. that's clues. I like too that their powers and the special effects that go along with their powers look like. A 50s TV show would have they made would them. They would look, right. Yeah. They, was, right, uh, like when Vision flies, he just kind of gets pulled up by a wire up, you know, straight in the air and then right. comes right back down. Oh, damn it. You guys are selling me on this pretty good. Matt, what were you going to say? No, I was saying it, it reminds me, I dream of Jeannie where she she twinkles her nose and then right. shit happens. <laughs> yeah. they, with Wanda's powers were like sparkles, too. Yep. Yeah. Not like the red, the red smoke that you're used to seeing. And then right. in the 70s, they got a little more advanced. Or the 60s, 60s, 70s era. It'll be cool when we get yeah. all the way up. Um, you think so? Yeah. I don't know. I'm super interested. Absolutely. Super I was I was super excited when I heard that this was coming because I, I can't state I can't overstate it. I love Paul Bettany. I would watch him... <laughs> I would watch him just make the batter for making pancakes. I mean... The baby batter. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hold on. Cleanly, oh, no. cleanly, Boogie, just say, I love Paul Bettany's Big Dong. <laughs> I don't know that it's big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor English Paul right. Bettany. I love Paul Bettany's Dong regardless of size. <laughs> All right. Aww. That's at 1933. <laughs> he has to take note. I ladies will and be gents. pulling that out. All right. Just like he does to his Pulling dog when out. he goes piss. All right. What, um, do you, what else you got, so buddy? I was, so I also watched season three of Cobra Kai. 
I love it so much. It made me so happy. There was a moment that I actually had to get up and start pacing around the room because I I was so filled with a restless energy, just Mm -hmm. enjoy. And I, I, I couldn't sit still. It was so, it was so much fun. And what they're doing, they're weaving the old into the new in such a way that is, it's it works so well it just works so well all right still gonna start the second season i haven't even watched the first so i've never seen a karate kid movie (laughs) if you don't watch the karate kid movies you're not missing anything you're not missing anything they're not good the karate they're not why do you guys like this show so much it's odd isn't it the show's really good well hold on pump the brakes the show is better than the movies <laughs> it's okay fine it the is, is better than the movies. so like without the nostalgia of having watched the movies when you were younger aaron i don't know that the show will have the same impact on you because i fondly I mean, remember the movie certainly won't but when you go and watch it it's not good so you're like oh that sucks but this show gives you something of a higher quality version of that that makes you go okay i would like to watch this mm. does that make sense absolutely perfect <laughs> Like, I, I remember one of my favorite ones was The Three Ninjas. But that's a terrible movie. Yes. Still yeah, worth watching? Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's a maybe. If at an age. Not now. No. Not at, not at our, no. So we're going to have to do this movie for the podcast eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what movie? You got it. Three no. Ninjas. Tom uh, Tom like my bum bum. I don't want. I don't want to watch that movie. No, I think I we should either. watch Airborne at one at some point. Oh yeah. What about I'd watch absolutely, and we can all drink grape Kool Aid while we watch it. Ew. Would you like that? Dude grape lives Kool-Aid? down here, by the way. <laughs> what? I'd I, rather watch a I documentary. Saw, you told me that, and I looked up his real estate ad. It's great. <laughs> He's a, oh, he's a real estate agent in Galveston, and I almost went down there to get an autograph for you. I may just that would have been bed. fantastic. Well, I, I just, just want to be that guy. Old Seth Green and Seth Green, Jack Black, Jack Black. Yeah. Wow! I just made yeah, shit my pants. It's a good movie. We got any stuff you watched this week? Any more? I do. I have one more thing that I'd like to talk about, and it was the history of swear words. Oh, oh. yeah? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean... So this is a... What, what it's is, a new Netflix show. Fornication under... Un- uh, Consent no, of the King. It's like something King. unlawful, carnage, knowledge, carnal knowledge, or something like that. So how, is it, how important is this to watch? So I would say if you like Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. you should watch this mm-hmm. because he gets to be Cage in all of his caginess. Oh, he gets I love to it. be whatever Cage he wants to be, and he's delightful. Delightful mm-hmm. to watch. Um, you have to be comfortable hearing curse words at great length. <laughs> if, you, mm. if you are offended by curse words, to any degree you're not going to get through it because there's a lot of them the first episode is about the f word and they say it probably six thousand times all right all of its different derivations and 
and do you actually learn glory. anything um i felt like so nick cage gives you the history and then it's like half of the show is nick cage giving you the history and the other half is a bunch of comedians talking about how they feel about profanity and the particular words and and it's Ooh. and it's funny I wish it was a little more Nick Cage in history and less of the comedians telling me how they feel about fuck. <laughs> but, you know, it's still good. It's still watchable. I, I, I liked it. Hmm. Fucking talk ass! All right. <laughs> Perfect place to place Oh, that. Jack Black. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can't. You know, I was like, I bet you this would be a great thing to play, and someone has it as its standalone sound, as a button, no less. Fucking cock ass! <laughs> you know what? You should you should play this to the people who gave you your Christmas present. <laughs> I don't know if Shannon said on the podcast live, but for all of our hard work and sacrifice this year, they gave her. Fifty oh. percent off coupon for a drink at Sonic. Shut. You fucking dick. You fucking fucking fuck you. Fucking fuck us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Shut your face. That's a. Uh, I got you know. I got twelve days of gifts. They were giving us twelve days of Christmas gifts, and it was like I got pens and pencils and fucking post-it notes and markers and dry erase shit and all kinds of stuff and stickers. And they gave her a fifty percent off coupon. Click for that Sonic. button again, please. Thank fucking cockass! <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Shannon. Oh. That is a slap. You know what the, the slap in the face is? I think you get fifty percent off drinks at Sonic if you go before three, or something like that. Oh. Is it? How did you not slap them back? I think she threw it away. <laughs> they put it in your <laughs> mailbox, that, hopefully. And you like opened it, and they put it in the mailbox Friday before you left on break. That's like the equivalent of going to uh, on Halloween and getting like grandma candy. Mm-hmm. And I opened But you know it what? It's even Friday. worse than that. It's like getting it's like getting a travel toothpaste because they didn't even try. Right. <sighs> oh my gosh. That is horrible. You know what it is? <sighs> Fucking cock ass! That's what it is. Yeah, it's definitely that for sure. So Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So was that everything? That's everything. Ooh, so Matt, yes, hit me, big boy. Um, I uh, I watched uh, WandaVision, obviously, uh, just the first two episodes. Um, I played a couple of video games. Uh, one is called A Legionary's Life. Okay, it's an eight-bit mm. strategy game that's really fun. Um, very historic focused. Hmm. You play a legionary. Yeah, you play a legionary. It's really in depth. There's because like I would like to think I know at least quite a bit about that era, but there's stuff where it's like, oh well, yes, and you're in the campaign uh, that goes into the city of Aleppo, and you go east up there, and blah blah blah. In the year of fourteen ten BC, and blah 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 blah. It's really in depth. Very fun. 
Um, I also played a video game called uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. I've heard of that game. That, that was fun. Um, I had played the pencil and paper RPG about a million years ago. Um, That's probably why I've heard of it. Yeah, probably. What's a pencil and paper RPG? What? Dungeons, like Dungeons and, Dragons? and Dragons? Oh, okay. Thank you. He was just clarifying. I didn't know that shorthand. I didn't know what that slang was. This slang? <laughs> slang? Okay. You kids with your slang. Like encrypt, baby. The name of the type of gaming. Sure. Sure. You're a anyway. gameaholic, Matthew. I'm sorry. Aw, Matthew. I also watched another TV show, I think, but I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Oh. Interesting. Maybe you'll think of it while we're uh, talking about our recommendations. Or my recommendations. Wait, Joe, you go first. Sure. You go first. Why? You go first. Sorry. What? Yep. Because we're waiting to get to Mandalorian. Ugh. Fine. So... (laughs) I watched this week a show recommended by A.A. Ron. Uh, Uh Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Do you want to take a guess? Good Lord Bird. Yes. Good Lord Bird. Good Lord Bird. (laughs) Wow. It is definitely... Fucking An interesting (laughs) show. Wow. (laughs) I think we're... Howard Ethan Hawk. How, how is Ethan? He is like that boy is gonna lose his voice at some point in filming. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, like, his, <laughs> there's a Bless scene. You. I'm sorry, where Jinx. he has to act hurt. I want to tell you some. It it breaks your heart. He's so good. Oh no! <gasps> I haven't even gotten there. So, yet. how do you like it? It is truly interesting. I am very excited to continue watching and see kind of where it goes. And I think I might be upset when it's over because it's just a mini Yeah, it's a limited run. So Mm -hmm. that part I'm not actually looking forward to because this would have been great to continue. Well. I don't know. I guess I'll have to see it it, all. It it wraps so well. I I left satisfied. (laughs) So, I think we're only three episodes in. Who's we? Is it just you or Joe? Are you watching it too? Yeah, I'm watching it too. He is. What's your thoughts? I think it is very high production value. Um, Ethan Hawke is good. Um, The dude who plays the little girl. Uh, what do <laughs> they call her? What do they call him? They call him uh, uh, Onion. Onion. No. Onion. Yeah, Onion is real good. Yeah, and like there's like pe- like tons of people in it. Yeah, A ton of people. Like people, you're like, oh, I know him. Oh, I know her. It's, so it's very cool. My mind goes off a little bit when I think about it, and when I was watching it, of some, I don't want to say subversive. But that's the only description I could give some subversive concepts that I don't necessarily know if they're true or I believe uh, about, um, I guess, the the race between the two of them, you know, like what was going on. But, you know, sometimes I I would just kind of get wrapped up in my own head. And as the movie show would progress, I would kind of calm down. I I just think it's, I thought it was well put together. I like, as a full circle, 
I find it to be or like a full arc. I found it to be very entertaining and exciting and always kept me on the like seat of my pants. Seat of my chair. I don't know how that statement goes. Edge of your seat. Edge of my yeah, seat. That's yeah, right. it's definitely edge of your seat type of Steve stuff. Steve Zahn is in this? Oh, just, yeah. I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were such a big Steve Zahn fan. She really likes the movie Sahara. I do. Oh, okay. I'm a Matthew McConaughey girl, I guess. Well, no one. I mean, there are worse things to be. Listen, sure. I'm a Matthew McConaughey guy. I mean, I'm a Dustin Diamond boy. It hasn't been working out for you, well for me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Soon to be RIP, I'm sure. Let's see. I've also have been digging into a series that I want to kind of talk about when we talk about The Mandalorian. But I've been watching The Rebels with my kids. Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels on Disney Plus. And it's been answering a lot of questions. I've been, you know, it does have some episodes that are kind of like. Uh, Waste of time. Exactly. But then there are those ones that are like, are we on that same planet? And you keep like asking yourself like, and you're putting pieces together to understand kind of what's going on. So. Rebels I, is dope. I'm very happy that I decided to go back and watch this series. Oh, and you haven't even hit the feelings episodes yet. Mm-mm, I haven't. So I've seen the Dark Saber in action because the Sith has it. Um, Maul. Darth Maul. Uh, has the Dark Saber, and I'm like, what is happening? And I was like, how did he get it? And so there's a lot of things happening. I can't recommend it enough if you're trying to put gaps together within the star world star wars i don't know world world, i guess you could put it um i I also have been watching supernatural sorry (coughs) but uh my big recommendation for this week to be sorry for that is that i watched the season premiere of walker starring jared padalecki and captain padlock it kind of started off slow but I, I'm really hoping it turns out to be great because you know every premiere. It, the pilots are so hard to judge sometimes. Yeah. This one was the everything in the kitchen sink pilot. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of that style. I like the. Is that when they give the bad guy the good guy? The oh, there's story, the no. I just feel like there's so many different storylines going on. Like there's 17 different directions, and it's just they're trying to build character for every character that's on the screen. Literally, they're trying to get you into the world in the first 30 minutes. Instead but... of dipping your toe in, you're jumping in. Right. Yeah. Right. I prefer the Scrubs method where they tease stuff out a little bit at a time. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is fine. It does it's not a good gauge of how the series is going to go. So I can't say if it's going to be good. True. And then I decided I oh. prefer just to watch a reboot of Walker just with Chuck Norris. Without mm. it, just don't reboot it, just make it a seventy year old Chuck Norris. You you'd have me hook, line, and sinker. Problem is Chuck Norris is is, not, is a real person who's yeah. in his 70s and there's what no are you talking he about can... he is not a real person and also he's made up really like is. santa claus no. i don't know how you're gonna feel about Nobody's this ever a. Seen him. <laughs> the first series of walker the texas ranger was very awful <laughs> yeah so it's odd well it i guess good. it's not odd this is like one of the first things that they chose to reboot that was bad 
Yep. Is is like renowned for how bad it was. Conan used to have a lever he would pull. That would be like the Walker Texas Ranger lever, and it would be like just this crazy batshit saying Walker would say from that week's episode or something, and it was very funny. You're as dangerous as a rattlesnake and twice as crazy. I think that was one of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> he nuttier than a squirrel turd. That is yeah. horrible. They're they're going they're CWing it for sure. They are. And they couldn't go wrong with Jared Padalecki. He's from Texas. It even looks like it's filmed in Texas. Yeah, it looks like it's filmed right in Austin. It has that ranch like walker feel going for it. I don't know. My farm here in Texas. My farm here in Texas. <laughs> Plus you got what's his nuts, who is uh you know, Mitch Pleggy. Yeah, the actual father in Supernatural when what is it? His grandfather. His great grandfather? No, his grandfather. Oh, his grandfather? Oh, Henry? Yes. He plays the dad. I know him oh, as Agent well, Skinner from X Files, but whatever. Well, oh. You are so right. <laughs> did you not think of that? <laughs> no, I did not. But, yeah, if you're a Padalecki fan, you want to watch Walker. I heard it had some great viewership on its premiere, so I had to wait till it could stream free. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Is that all you got? I believe that's all I got. So it's just up to me? Uh-huh. It's all up to you. It's up to me, baby. So first and foremost, we, me and Shannon decided to watch, I heard this great things about this show on HBO called Search Party. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, let's watch it. Fucking skip that. It sucks. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's horrible. Okay, maybe it doesn't suck. It ain't for me. I'm with you. It wasn't for me either. I'm a little disturbed that I'm watching someone jack off while his girlfriend's laying next to him. And she's like, are you good? And then he just jumps on her. And I'm like, what is happening? Why are we watching this? Is this important? No, is that even important to the show of this search party of this girl? Why are we watching? So every every vignette they show of these people's lives is like something that is surreal. It's like not their day-to-day life it's like the weirdest fucking moment they have that day that's the only moment they show in this person's life it's a very odd choice yes it's a very odd choice and there's like a bigger thing going on but i don't know that it's enough to make me want to watch another episode it's definitely weird um it's it's got alia shawkat from rest development she's fine in the show it's just weird uh, yeah, it's literally, I feel like I'm in a teenage brain and you're kind of seeing their thoughts because they're not saying them out loud. Yeah, it's really weird. Everything's awkward as shit. Yeah, but it might be up your boat and you might. It might be up your boat. <laughs> totally. We got ourselves a new saying, everybody. <laughs> People in glass houses should shut the fuck up. It might be up your boat. Um, I also watched the first two or three episodes of the TNT uh, TV version of Snowpiercer, which is also on HBO Max. I loved the movie with Chris Evans. Evans. It Uh. was dark and disturbing and like all these things. Um, And I I really like the show. There's, There's a lot going on. It's got David Diggs is the main character. From Hamilton, mm-hmm. yeah, and Jennifer Connelly. Oh wow, her. Mm-hmm. 
She's my nemesis. I hate her. Oh, she's the bad guy of the show. You'd like it. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Aw. She's married to Paul Bettany. <gasps> she is? In real life. Yeah. Why'd they break up? They didn't. They're married. <laughs> hey, Aaron oh. was just wishing for you. Yeah. Um, I was trying to help. <laughs> Why'd they get divorced then? Uh, Why'd they catch her banging that weird lady from Michigan? I, ideally, uh, yeah, he he left her for me, but is he on your list? Oh yeah, I think he is. One hundred percent, he is the list. <laughs> well, no, both Jared and Jensen are on it. Never mind. Oh, Kevin big Not Kevin. Wow, Kevin's, we got a, Kevin really Bacon's a little track. old. Um, yeah, Snowpiercer. I like it. Who's Kevin? Bacon. <laughs> oh. Oh. Surely that's a first dog. So I shouldn't recognize him when you said the first name. <laughs> I've never just referred Kevin. to him in my life by just his first name. Kevin. <laughs> that was so weird. Kevin. Kevin. I was wondering I too. I like, didn't want to from say the anything. office. I was like, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Tran. No. Oh my gosh! You've been too deep in supernatural. Stop it. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, guys, it's time. You ready? Wow. Yeah. Ready. Yeah, ready. Mandalorian season two finale. Oh boy. Season two was a trip. Season two, we got Mando. He's trying to get uh, baby. We find out his name is Grogu. Back to his people, which he assumes are just Jedi, since there is no identification for what race or species these little creatures are it leads him into ahsoka tano which was a dope episode runs into some mm-hmm. more mandalorians which is a dope episode the bill burr episode where he comes back is very very good we talk about operation what was that operation fallen cinder Bill Burr needs to be in more acting. I I really look forward to like his breakout movie that gets people just loving him, like Matthew McConaughey and Lincoln Lawyer. I think this might be it. I think he's going to become a mainstay. Well, they uh, were about him on the internet, so that was well because he's got his Boston accent. Yeah, he's so good in the Boston accent from space. He's so good um, in the he episode. He was the guy he shot. He really uh, was. We've seen him in... Uh, oh, the, in the, the head uh, imp? Yeah. Yeah, he's been in stuff. Mm-hmm. He was he's in the Tremors filming. Very funny on it. Bill What's-His-Face. Bill? Bill What's-His-Face. Yeah, he started in... Oh, he, he was in the Tremors film. He was Bill Richman. I don't know. I, what, Joe, you had told me, you're like, I don't know if it was in the group chat or on here, you're like, I, I cried. I had watery eyes. This this was mm-hmm. like legit. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And so you guys told me, like, you got to get on this, finish this. So I ended up watching an episode in the morning. Kids were on their little pads, and I watched the uh, episode where he meets like, Asako. Was that her name? Because I, I never oh, watched so- the Ahsoka. Ahsoka, like that was just 
amazing just an absolutely mm. amazing episode like i'm like just that episode was better than seven eight nine put together and then when the season finale happened like I, guys i can't even I, like my whole body was just tingling and exploding and my <laughs> my eyes are watering and i'm like that is it that's the moment that is what star wars is and and it was mm -hmm. just it was like everything i could have ever asked for and it was so cool because even mark hamill said he's like i'm i'm really happy it like feels like it gives people hope that's what it was meant to do and i was just really impressed with how they handled it i was just i'm i'm flabbergasted that they did that good i'm not no, i'm I, not I, you gotta watch if you watch Clone Wars and Rebels, you'd expect yeah. it to be at least that good. Because that's Dave Filoni. It like I, I'm just I'm just overall impressed. I, I really was for how how much they were able to do with what they were dealing with, and like you, I just that that hope that it was Luke, and I'm like, oh my god, we have a new character, or is it who I think it is? Are they gonna do? Oh, it? Man. How are they gonna do it? How well are they gonna show this? And then when he drops the cloth, you're like. They did it! As soon as it said single right. X-Wing, I knew it was Luke. Oh. Like, I, I'm just... I have goosebumps thinking about it again. Like, I'm, you just, know, I'm just impressed through and through. Uh, the thing that, that kind of struck me the most is... This is what I wanted. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is what I wanted. You know you know how you don't really know what you want until you get it? Sometimes... Yes. When I was a My little boy life. watching episode four, five, and six repeatedly on repeat over and over and over again, you know, 3,000 times or however many times I've seen it, this is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see what happened to Luke after Return of the Jedi. And never in my wildest dreams did it ever meet up in my mind that he would be a pussy who ran away to another planet and would just give up on everything. This is the dude who defeated the mm. Emperor without even raising a sword to him. You know what I mean? I still think they should have done only one thing differently with it, other than CG. I think they should have just done Bucky. Well, they, they didn't have just do done CG. Bucky and because if they if they do it with Bucky, we could have a Luke Skywalker season. Well, the technology they use is going to get better. It's actually not CG. It's it's a deep fake. Yes. And it's going to get better and better. And if you watch yeah. Corridor Crew this week, they actually do a better version of it. Mm -hmm. in just 14 days and now mandalorian had a whole year to do it so imagine what these you know six guys could have done you know in a, a year whole year yeah right. why do, isn't that what happened with man of steel too dave uh, the guy control alt face or whatever it is yeah um, he redid man of steel and it looks way better so there's a couple yeah. deep deep fake guys on youtube who are amazing I think Shmoo is one of them or something like that. And he like he did a video where they he put uh, Bill Hader's on Conan or somebody doing impressions. And he just deep fakes that person's face on while he's doing the impression. And it looks really, really <laughs> yes. good. So with time and, you know, the right people, it could have it went a lot better. Um, and if you want, you can go to the Corridor uh, YouTube yeah. channel and you can, you can see their methodology and their the reasoning behind why they would they think they could do it better and it's actually pretty smart and one of the things you don't ever think about uh the thing that breaks the uncanny valley the most is the eyes 
Yeah. Yeah. Eyes move around when, when people talk. About eyes. So like and you don't ever notice it because it's natural, but when they don't move, that's what makes it seem unnatural. It's interesting. And I was ta- me and Joe watched this episode just today. And yeah. when we were watching it the For feel, the first time? No, no, again. We watched oh, it. Oh, so I'm like but okay, like, I'm like, wait a second. There watch. is such a deep line for like hints of Vader in this episode. You know, between Moth Gideon and what he wears, these um Dark Troopers. Death aren't they Death Troopers? Dark Troopers. Dark Troopers. <laughs> they seem How dead. Luke walks through that place just tearing it up on his like own. Like nothing. Just like Yeah, he, that's a definite nod to Rogue One, right? Of course. It's amazing. But then I also said just um, the amount of people, like special actors and actresses that made just small roles through this season. Yeah. Have been phenomenal. Like, let alone Rosario Dawson, right? But we also totally didn't know Boba Fett's son or clone son was coming back. Didn't see that happening. And when it did, I was like, oh my God! This is so dope. And when he puts the suit on for the first time, like I just lost my shit. I'm like, how is this happening? In like it made this season made Mandalorian season one feel like like a yeah. slow movie. Timothy Oliphant was in this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's real good, so and it makes me wonder if the future of this the the storytelling for this franchise is going to be on the small screen. Yeah. I would be for it. It seems like it's a giant push, let alone, like, Marvel's doing it with WandaVision. Why well, sure. can't Star Wars do it? But, I mean, what well, did Star Wars get us with, with uh, uh, what, 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 did, what is the budgets of the three sequels combined? 250, seven, maybe $700 million? What'd that get us? Mm. Do you think they'll erase 7, 8, 9 and just start over? That is, so... And on the... Some of the rumor mill stuff that's been going around, like, I guess, Pedro Pascal was not unhappy on The Mandalorian. That was a big lie. He's like, put me in that fucking helmet, bro. I don't shit. I don't give a shit. It's the biggest show on TV. I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, but the rumors they were still, lying about that. He was he just, wasn't upset. It was blown out, out rumors, I guess. Oh. I don't know. For G's sake, in the finale, he takes his helmet off. Oh yeah, and it's very that sweet. was pretty huge. Yeah, that was pretty damn huge. Oh. Wow, that that was like Kevin Bacon size. But I, I would mm-hmm. I would be willing to guess that I don't know how much they spent on one season of The Mandalorian but significantly less than a feature film and I would be willing to bet that most people, most Star Wars fans found more moments in this last season of The Mandalorian that they found to be memorable than in all three of the sequels combined. Well, I would say the quality of each episode for sure is way beyond a movie quality they pay so much attention to each episode because they're allowing people like directors to kind of play around and they have one episode to kind of put their vision in and so it really allows for these artists to dig deep like just we were watching about the whole uh, smoke and fire thing when the what are they called? Those ships. 
the smoke and fire thing yeah with the ships that flew away and they did oh that was in corridor oh when the yeah. tie fighters went through the fire and, and how curled the fire yeah that was and i guess i never just pay attention to that stuff you just take it for granted how great it is but some people oh, really it. look for those details in each of those things and it's there in every episode and like geez was it john uh who Legamos. Leguizamo. And he was that guy in that suit with that weird face with the, the one The green eye. guy at the first episode? So weird. Like, I had no idea until... Horatio Sands is back in this season, too, is the, his, that blue guy. Very funny. They just really have taken it and outdone themselves. The only thing I did also want to mention, because, uh, you know, Favreau has a hand in this i kind of feel like those dark troopers they look a little bit iron man-ish the way they fly the way they fell i'm down on one knee there's probably some nods there it it felt like there was a tiny nod to me and the episode is directed by peyton reed who directed ant-man oh interesting so there's marvel connections there as well i you need to watch it everybody Angela's not sold. Really? I yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it. Like, okay, are you a Star down. Wars fan? If you're not out really there, not. could you oh, okay. please star in the Mandalorian for us? Now, when Paul Bettany joins season three, <laughs> you're gonna really kick yourself because you're gonna it. have to go back and watch it. I really don't. I don't. I really don't even think that would do it. Really? I don't even think I'd watch it. What if I told you the finale for season three? Paul Bettany and Timothy Oliphant are boning. Oh. That I doesn't get a girl. With Sia singing. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying anything. Yeah, I don't. It's so I oh, accept hold on, hold on. and appreciate. What if Padalecki and uh, Eccles <laughs> <laughs> are in it? Getting warmer. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I accept and appreciate it for what it is. Um, I, but I grew up with such a negative view of Star Wars that I don't think I'll ever love it. I mean, I've I've rewatched you know four, five, and six, one, two, and three, and I watched seven <clears throat> and Rogue One. Rogue One was a good choice. Mm. Oh, Rogue and One is so. I good. watched them all as an adult with an open mind and a and an open heart. And I see what everybody sees in it, but I just, I don't think I'm ever going to feel that way about them. You know, they're fine for, for what they are, but it's just not my thing. I don't like space. Space. <laughs> space. I got you. I don't like space. So, you know. Okay. They're just not for me. Okay. So I'm probably not ever going to watch The Mando. The Mando for the Angelo. Come on. Mm. It doesn't even rhyme. It did. (laughs) I would say, sadly, out of all the Star Wars things, this one's probably the one you would actually get into the most. Yeah. Because it's a space western. And (laughs) you already have a history of liking space westerns. 
Because it's not that that's much about tra- space travel. That's one thing I'll tell you. No, it's hardly not, ever like, in space. Lots of things. It's literally Clint Eastwood. Every episode. So, I'm not a big fan of westerns either, though. I mean, I liked I liked Firefly, of course, right. which was a space western. But, but that was why? more Nathan Fillion and Jane Cobb, and not Jane Cobb. That's not his real name. Adam Baldwin. <laughs> um, oh, and the shame. two dicks. But. So there's still a chance I might watch it because Jason started watching it. Ooh, go Jason. There you go, Jason. Yeah. So I might I, I might catch a, an episode here or there and get into it. We'll see. Yeah, and there's not like there's not a ton of things like you're not going to need to be deep into the Star Wars mythos to actually like enjoy what's happening. I mean, Shannon spent half the episode talking about how you have to watch Clone Wars to understand a lot of what's going on. No, it's just there's, you can no. dive deeper if you watch Clone Wars and if you watch Rebels. It's like a continuation of a lot of those threads that are popping out of there and like they're hinting at they're going to find Sabine and Ezra, which is also from Rebels. I mean, there's it's a like lot of things. When you're watching those um, murder mystery series and you learn those tiny little tidbits, those cookie little crumbs. <laughs> That's what it is like watching Rebels for me because I'm like, oh, that makes sense because you know I never really understood it to begin with. That's oh, like, he killed him with a lightsaber. Yeah, like <laughs> that one's weird. It's a saber of light. <laughs> I get it now. Everything makes sense. Something like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um gosh, I don't know if I can continue blowing this show for that much longer, but. I'm just happy with it, and I thank all of the people on that crew and staff for making something seem and feel that good and make me truly... Did you guys watch like, the music video I uh, sent? The YouTube link for it. Did you make a music video, Matt? Because I will watch that forever. I didn't make it, but it's uh, it's the Skywalker scene uh Synced to I Need a Hero. Oh, yeah. I thought it was pretty oh. dope. Yeah, I watch that. It. The only thing, lastly, I did want to mention. Oh, this is like your third lastly. Keep going. Well, sorry. I guess I'm the only one that has some things to point out. I also felt there was a little um, nod to Favreau because they did an all female um, fight scene. Did they? Yeah. No. See, this is what's different about the way Favreau did it compared to the way they did it in like Endgame. Nobody gave a shit, and there was no like pause for the fucking camera moment. It was just them going and just yeah. you were just watching the show. I liked that part. Yes, though. I liked that a lot. Better I don't too. want them to point out that they're all freaking women. Fucking pandering. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, especially using my most hated character, Captain Marvel. Uh, you know, everybody's got it up their butt about Captain Marvel. I don't really have a problem with her. Wasn't it Bo-Katan who led this mission at the end? Doesn't matter. Bo-Katan they, they was... Who was I mean, the other chick? Gina Carano and then and uh, Ming-Na Wen and then the other two Mandalorians. See, I actually enjoyed those two without the Mando mask or the Mandalorian people mask fighting because they were going in like with nothing on. Just killing these people like nothing. Where the other two had armor. Mm-hmm. It was it was 
flipping amazing. But I'm we'll see if Gina Carano can make it. Okay. That's all I Supposedly, have to say Supposedly, John that. Favreau uh, saved her from being fired or whatever. Well, that's good. She just needs to maybe stop making everyone angry. How is she making people angry? She's like a QAnon-type person. Yeah. Anti-vaxxer, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So that concludes our recommendation episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're to cool. the end. Uh, thank you, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, for making oh. such a wonderful piece of media. The thing that I always wanted. And shame That's on you, J.J. Abrams, for being a piece of shit. Do you guys see the uh, meme where it shows J.J. Uh, Abrams and he's like, well, you can't please everybody. Yep. You can't uh, please the older generation and then the interest of the new generation. John Farmer's like, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, you know what else they told me? They also told me you would never be able to be a success with Iron Man. <clears throat> oh. Y'all ain't got nothing on me, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh. Uh, also told me I couldn't make a live action jungle book. And that he did. Oh. And that he did, guys. Is, it, is that good? <laughs> John Favreau says to all his haters, Fucking Cockaeus! It's not it's not great, but I was impressed with the, a lot of the Scarlett Johansson is the the snake, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the technology developed for that movie is being used on Mandalorian. Really? Yep. What? Interesting. Uh, like, they have computer programs that auto-sync the lights. They have these light arrays to match the environment, the CG environment. Yeah, so instead of uh, doing green screen work like they did in the Jungle Book, now they are doing it, they've pre-rendered the environment, and it it's like a matte painting behind like them. projected on the wall. Yeah. Well, it's not projected. They're screens. They're like OLED right. screens. And then, like, it parallaxes with camera movement to make it look like it's 100% photoreal. And then the lighting will shift depending on the scene and, like, their movement in the scene. Wow. So, like, the lighting is computer programmed above them as well. Yeah. Wow. And that was all developed Ford on Jungle Book. explains it very, yeah. very well. Is that it's dope, isn't it? Wow. What's really interesting is I just watched a Facebook video about lighting and how they do this and that actually made sense and that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean the way that they do it, pre-rendering the environment saves visual effects artists thousands of hours of time because there's no painting out the green screen. Mm-hmm. There's no rotoscoping. So they just edit the footage and then chroma key it and then you're good. Now, of course, there's other digital effects they have to work on, like a deep fake of Luke Skywalker's face, but, you know, it is what it is. It's so magical. It was quite glorious, and as deep fakes get better, um, it's oh. only going to get better and better. I think it maybe Disney... It's place in a time when Luke Skywalker is younger or something. Yep. That way. Okay. Yeah, he looks exactly like uh, Return of the Jedi Luke. I don't know. Was it more like? Did it, was it about as successful as The Irishman? It's better than that. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. There's just some stiffness to the face, mm. and is there's no head movement, which is like a little. It's just a little rigid. Yeah, it was a but little it, awkward. If you pause it, if you pause the the show, it looks really good. Yeah. Okay. 
And if you would have seen Joe when it was happening for the first time, he was like <laughs> holding down his seat and he was like, I can picture that? it. I can absolutely picture it. His and, nipples popped through his shirt. And they were so hard. And he was like, it's a green saber. <laughs> that's, that's the robotic hand. Like everyone, I was like looking at their faces like they were in awe oh, yeah. and shock. And I was like, I wouldn't shut up. Is it? I was like, oh my gosh, it's Luke. It's an X-wing. It's Luke. It's got to be Luke. And my son's like, no, it's Ezra. And I'm like, no, it's Luke. And then when he pops out and it's a green saber, I was like, it's a green saber. I was like, shut (laughs) up. (laughs) I'm watching the movie. He's like, look, a gloved hand. (laughs) I can see this entire scene unfolding in my mind. It it was pure joy. I've rarely had moments like that. You know, when my kids are born. It was crazy. Yeah. You know, it went from like super exciting, and then all of a sudden, I look over and they're all sobbing, and I'm like, "What is wrong with my family?" They're like, "You're not crying." I go, "No, I'm Chandler. You're yeah, holding your emotion." I don't know why were you crying at that scene. I was so happy. Oh, it was just so emotional. I was just. I had it was, goosebumps. I gotta, I gotta say. Okay. I've waited twenty-five years, twenty-thirty years, thirty years. 32 years i don't know when i first started watching star wars a long time ago i've waited this long to finally see something that was satisfying happen to luke skywalker you know they teased us with the whole movie with force awakens and it was bullshit and then the second movie they give us what happens to luke skywalker and it's completely unsatisfying and i can understand why mark hamill was upset why he didn't want to you know do that interesting i never thought and that about is a it. frustrating thing is that Luke Skywalker was strong enough to deny the dark side. He did what his father could not beat his father, beat the emperor, beat all the odds. And why would you go run away? What would convey you that's to say, just, well, yeah, time to go live on the fucking well, island. I'm like, if I was Luke Skywalker, I traveled he the world. let a little bit of the dark side in when he went to kill his nephew. And that's the See, he wouldn't have done thing. that, though. Yeah. That's, exactly. And, like, yeah. they've just ignored so much of the extended universe oh that was, like, that they've now made other Elseworlds or whatever, and it's now Legend, or I don't know what the hell they call it. It's no yeah. longer canon. Guys... This now makes sense why people hated Superman when he killed Zod so much when they were stating that Superman would have never killed him. This is now coming full circle of why that was so frustrating for people because, yeah, Superman wouldn't kill anybody and fucking Luke Skywalker would not try killing his nephew and run away and hide. Well, I had less of a problem with Superman killing Zod. That didn't bother me at all. What bothered me is we destroyed Mistropolis doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Superman wouldn't have done that. Well, uh, maybe. Superman will kill somebody. You know, he's done it. But he wouldn't destroy Metropolis <laughs> well, <laughs> as if it was like nothing. I think that's played in a lot of movies, though. It's like in Civil War. It's not like they meant. It's not like Scarlet Witch meant to do what she did. She but was, at least that's part of the plot. Oh. Sure. You know that Tony's going to fix everything with money. Yeah. Or at least they try. I remember walking out of Man of Steel talking to you, Shannon, and I go, the only way this makes sense is if Batman finds Superman and makes him pay for destroying the town like that. Uh-huh. That's strange. And then when Batman v Superman got announced, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And boy, uh, was I wrong. <laughs> I haven't even watched Justice League. That's all. Oh, my Look. gosh. Oh, speaking of Justice League, we'll throw this out as a little breaking news. Matt, you got this? 
Mm-hmm. Breaking news? Breaking news. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Justice League is not going to be four episodes on HBO Max any longer. It is just going to be a four-hour movie. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so excited. Why? Why? What? Why? Oh, I'm so happy. Why? This Why? is this is called Aaron's Dreamland, baby. Long movie. What about the just, the, the theatrical just, cut of that movie makes you excited to watch this? <laughs> oh, I can't even. I can't because he just express. loves long movies. He's got him. I do. Come on, dances with wolves. Oh gosh, the postman. But you know what? He told uh, us. He told us not nearly two weeks ago. I don't got time to watch a Mandalorian episode. But you're gonna yeah. sit down for four hours and watch this bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, it'll take me at least. Seven days would be my guess. <laughs> it took me it took me like eight days to finish the Mandalorians two or three episodes. It takes a long time. <sighs> I I will probably watch it. I'm not going to enjoy it. I can already tell. I will. All the hell of it. Just give me more Ben Affleck Batman. I loved him so much. He that's not Batman, sorry. Batman doesn't kill people. <laughs> Well, guys, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. The Movie Dummies podcast. For sure. We can get all... All right, we got, let's just end this right now. This, okay. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna we'll, maybe we'll come back one. and do a whole episode on the right. DCEU. Uh, you. DCU. I'm going to yeah. I mean, they're only getting worse and worse as time goes on, guys. Have, I mean, I'll have to skip that episode because I haven't seen anything since Suicide Squad. I never saw Man of Steel. I didn't. I, Henry Cavill is never going to act as Superman again, right? Mm, he's coming no, back. He's doing. Uh, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. He signed on for two more movies. Yep. Fuck. Uh, yep. It's they offered him a lot of money. Let's hope that this uh, Batman, the Batman movie, is going to be good because Warner Brothers has already announced they're going to do two separate Batmans, and that this is going to be its own universe. And maybe this one will be satisfying. And if that doesn't work, uh, Warner Brothers has also announced that they are going to be rebooting or continuing on the Batman the Animated Series, the best Batman thing ever made. So at least they will have that. Starring Mel Campbell as the Joker. Hopefully. Hopefully They're they can get Conrad Hamill. They're also back Michael Keaton. There's going to be three in essence because Michael Keaton's going to be retiring Batman. You're talking about the Flash movie and it's not going to be good. So, guys, thank you for listening. The music's about to run out, so I'll just say, as always, I'm Joe. As always, I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. Matt. As always, I'm A.A. Ron. I love Kevin Bacon's Big Dong. Bye. Bye.